What's going on, everybody? What's going on? How you doing? Welcome to the Practical Preacher Podcast. I am your host, LeVar B. Young. So glad to have you all here with another episode of the Practical Preacher. Listen, we got an exciting topic on tonight as we come with something exciting, something new and something serious um, and just have real conversation about it each episode, each episode. But before we get started in that, I want to um, introduce my guest for tonight. My guest for tonight is a guest that's been here before, uh, but we're going to um, bring them in with us. They're joining us tonight. It is my friend, my brother from another mother and another mister, none other than Mr. Robert Lewis is joining us on tonight. Let's give him a hand. What's going on? What's going on, bro? How you doing tonight? Man, thank Man. you for having me again, for wanting me to come on here and share my, my thoughts. Uh, I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We thank you so much for being a part of the show. Um, you know, some we're excited about tonight. We have a, another interesting topic um, for this episode. Something, um, you know, because I put out there and ask people to chime in to, and to um, email us and let us know if they have a topic that they want us to discuss about, want to, you know, get insight about. And so we have an interesting one. We have an interesting one for this episode. The question for tonight is, listen to this. The question what we're dealing with tonight topic is, what keeps people from being consistent? I'll say it again. Mm. What keeps people from being consistent? Um, I like this question and this topic because consistency is something that I think all of us have struggled with at some point. Um, you know, for example, you know, at the beginning of the, of, a, of the year, a lot of times people make a New Year's resolution. They like, you know, this is going to be the year I'm going to get in shape. This is the year I'm going to, you know, I'm going to work out every day. Right, gonna, right, right. You know, you know, all those things. And, mm-hmm. and in order for that to be to come, you know, in order to be successful in that, you have to have consistency. And a lot of times, you know, you know, January, people start off, start off strong. February, maybe you're still strong. You know, March, you kind of like, ah, uh, you know, miss a little bit, you know, start falling off a little bit. And then, you know, before you know it, after that, it's just like, oh, Justin completely gave up on the whole weight loss thing, gave up on working out, you know. And then people like, man, I just, I couldn't stay consistent. You know, I was going to the gym and, you know, every Friday, but then this happened, or I was going Thursdays and then, you know, it just seemed like it's always something that happened and people struggle with with consistency. And somebody may ask the question, well, why is it important to be consistent? And I personally think that um, a part of success is being consistent because you have to have consistency if you want to be successful in some things. Because doing something yeah. consistently, doing it, well, I should say doing the right thing consistently will um it will become a habit. It will become your character. It will become who you are. And I think once it gets to that point, when it becomes who you are and what you do, then it doesn't um, come across as being so hard, you know, to do it. And then you tend to, when it's not so hard, you, it tends to make it easy for you to do it. You know, uh, what, what's your input about it? Now, nah, everything you said was on point, bro. Uh, you, you know, anything that you, um, Anything that you sow into, mm-hmm. because it's a it's an investment, right? Right. Any any, any activity or um, any endeavor, any goal, any um, anything that you 
desire to have, you have to sow into it, but you have to do it with some consistency. So mm -hmm. I totally agree with you, man. Um, you know, I think part of the reason why, and, and I'll just kind of jump right into this. One of the reasons why I struggle a lot in my past and still sometimes today is because if my goals are a little foggy, if they're mm -hmm. not, you know, if they're not um, solid, if I don't have them out in front of me and understanding, you know, what I'm reaching for, why I'm doing what I'm doing, then, you know, it's real easy to fall off because you don't have anything to keep you on course. Mm -hmm. And I think kind of in the same line of what you were saying, like you got to stay consistent in whatever you really want to do, you know, because the consistency is what's going to build the trail that leads to that success. Mm -hmm. So what I'm, what I'm hearing you saying, and let me make sure I have this right. So do, do you think that part of being consistent or maybe one of the things that keep people from being consistent is that maybe their goal isn't set. Their goal is kind of foggy or they're not sure on what their goal is. Absolutely. And, and then what that does, it leaves space and room for distractions to take you mm -hmm. off course. And we okay. all, everybody has a favorite distraction. Yeah, I know yeah. I, I got a favorite distraction. I know yeah. you probably got one. And what, the, you know, one of the um, ideas is to keep those distractions at bay and and by you staying consistent and um, not motivated because motivation comes and goes. You know, you can have motivation right. one day for it. And then the next day you could be like, man, I don't feel like doing this right now. But being able to stay consistent and saying, all right, my goal is this. I got to do. I mean, I'm going to break it down to the simplest ways I can think of. I need to make 10 calls a day. I need to talk to at least four people a day so that I can um, market and sell a product that I want to sell. No matter mm -hmm. how I feel, no matter what's going on that day, even if I don't do it at the same time every day, even if I don't, you know, um, do it with the same rhythm, I have to do it with the same intent and I got to make sure I do it every day. That's the consistency that I'm talking about because the numbers will add up, the effort will add up. But if you miss a day, now you're giving way to um, procrastination. Mm. It's all kind of things that happen at that point because now you got distractions and they're easier to um, fester at that point because now you've given it some room to do so. Right. Okay. Well, that what makes I wanna... sense. It does. It, it makes it definitely makes sense. I, I like the fact that that you talked about that um distractions, because I would say distractions can be one of the things that keep people or keep us from being consistent. But so right. what I want to do is I want to um, I'm going to throw out a few other things that that mm -hmm. I've known over time and even within myself and with talking to others and some things that I kind of noted down of what can keep us or keep people from being consistent. And then after we, after I note those, we're going to probably talk about those a little bit, but you know, towards the end, I want to give some practical things that maybe can help people that suffer in this area, maybe help them to become more consistent. So let's go. The number one thing that I've, that I've seen out of research and even with myself that keeps people from being uh, consistent is fear. Uh, let's be honest. Fear hurts consistency yeah, because of the fear of the unknown, the fear of, you know, people afraid, will this really work? Um, 
Um, will this work? Is it going to happen? Um, so fear a lot of times stop people from being consistent because consistency, if you want to be consistent in something, you have to put push fears to the side. You know, you can't be worried about the fear of if it's going to happen. Like people that that's, that say, OK, I want to be successful and say your thing. Is, you, you have a business plan and you want to start a business. Well, there are some things that's going to go along with that. And if you constantly dwelling on fear and constantly wrap yourself around in fear, you're not going to do the things that you need to do to be consistent to make that dream happen or to accomplish that goal. So I I say fear is one of the, one of the major things. Uh, um, frustration is one of the major things. You know, sometimes people um, don't be consistent because of frustration, because it's the thing. I started being consistent, but uh, I'm frustrated because it seems like I don't see anything happening from my consistency. Right. I don't see, you know, I'm on this weight loss journey, you know, so I say really frustration and time. Time was my next thing. Frustration and time work hand in hand. Say I say, well, this year I want to lose weight. I want to eat better. And what happens is a lot of times people become frustrated because time has lapsed. And you say, yeah. well, look, I've been going strong two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. But, you know, it's been a month. Now I'm going into my second month and yet I haven't seen any change. I, mm -hmm. It seems like I don't see the fruit of my labor. So then people become frustrated. And then in that yeah. frustration, it says, well, you know what? I don't have to go as hard. as I don't have to be as consistent. I can pull back because now I'm frustrated over the time that has lapsed and it's not happening. Um, I know um, let me I want to read one one read one comment. One of the comments that was made was just basically saying, you know, agreeing with what you said is procrastination is a huge hindrance. Yes, it is. It is. But I think people, why do we have to look at the root of why do we procrastinate? And I think a lot of it, we procrastinate out of fear. We procrastinate out of frustration. We mm -hmm. procrastinate out of time. You know, we get frustrated because of the time that has taken place. Um, I'm going to say this too: unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Un unrealistic expectations when we have unrealistic expectations what does that mean that means that in my mind i have formed say i have a goal and i say okay if i do this for this long then i'm going to reach my goal but is that really a realistic expectations sometimes we expect to see results too soon too fast because let's be honest we live in a in a in a society now our society is fast food microwave yep. um um how, how fast can you get an oil change you know yeah i don't want to get a oil, i don't want it to take all day to get an oil change but you know don't go too fast because i want to make sure you do it right you know everything right. how quick can this happen and a lot of times we suffer from that because our mindset is this should be done so fast. So we have unrealistic expectations. We expect for it to come just like that. You know, I'm grinding. I'm grinding. Well, how long you been grinding? Man, I've been going hard for four weeks. It's, it's going to take longer than four weeks. I've been going hard. Well, I've been going hard all year. You Well, what is your initial goal? Now, the expectation that you have to reach your goal or the expectation that, that you want to get, it might require you to go hard for more than a year. It, it, it may require for you to put more in. So people, a lot of times we have unrealistic expectations. So that causes us not to be consistent. Um, uh, lack yeah. Oh, what you want to jump in on that? I mean, I agree. And, uh, and I would say this too, because, um, and, and just speaking from my own experience, man, like 
I, I believe that you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little Bible here, you know, um, Go ahead. talk about it. So basically, man, I, I really believe when God says, you know, in all our ways acknowledge Him, and mm -hmm. He would direct our path. You know, um, I really believe the reason for that, and it, it's so many reasons. But when it comes to our goals in life, the things that He, the the the, the um, desires that He puts in our hearts, the mm -hmm. things that we are called to do, to you know. Uh, regardless of what your belief is, that thing that you know that you're here for, that you're supposed to do, the thing that you like, I got to do this. This is my life dream and goal to, to accomplish. Because in the process to get to where you are going, the process, the journey to get to where you are going is where he's going to teach you how to sustain where you arrive. Mm. And if you do not acknowledge him in the process, you are missing the journey which means the, the the destination is the whole reason for the journey because where you are going is not your final destination. It's just another stop along the way. And you can't miss those steps because it's preparing you for the thing that you can't see. You got the goal, but he's only allowing you to see that that's where you want to be. You don't know what's behind that. You don't know what's coming. You don't know. You don't know the full picture. You know, one of the things that um, I was just talking about at work was um, just being able to understand the full picture of a situation, knowing that no matter where you fit in a scenario, you are a part of a bigger picture. And if you can understand that, you will never feel insignificant in the role that you play. If you acknowledge him in all your ways as you move forward in life, you will keep your eyes on the journey and you won't be concerned about the destination because it will all add up to the destination. You already know who's in control. You know that it is not about if you have the ability to make it. It's about getting the ability to get to where you need to be so he can take you somewhere you can't even see. Right. Okay, that's that's good. That's good. And 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 when I when I think about what you just said, it's very key to like you said, acknowledging God, acknowledge, letting going to Him first, and and see. You know me, I'm a I'm a strong believer of prayer. Yeah, I definitely believe in prayer. But this is my thing. This the, here I go. My thing is sometimes we think that oh, I just pray about it. And it's just that right. prayer. It goes deeper than that because it's nothing wrong with praying and saying, God, help me to be consistent. But the thing is, when you mature, what we have to learn is we have to be strategic about our prayer. Sometimes we have to pray, not just God, help me to be consistent, but God, help me get to the root of the thing. Help me to deal with the things that are keeping me from being um, consistent. Help me with my fear. Help me yeah. with my frustration. You know, help me with the fact of trying to figure it out on my own instead of coming to you first. You know, because that's really why I'm frustrated, because I tried to figure it out on my own. I didn't come to you and I thought I had the, the plan. And when my plan didn't work now, now yeah. I'm upset. Now I'm mad. Now I'm like, no, I, I, I'm not going to try to grind anymore because this didn't work. And it, it's not that so much that maybe you had a horrible plan. But the thing is, you know, us that are believers, is it really a plan without God? God have to be at the forefront of the plan. You know, right. because we could easily get off. Some can easily sound right or seem right to us and it look good. 
but then it doesn't work out because that's not the thing for us. And and one thing I'm gonna say with with being consistent, being consistent takes dedication. It takes you know you have to be dedicated. Um, being consistent in something, it just doesn't happen overnight. You have to be dedicated. You know, I think about um in the Bible, let's go Bible again. I think about um think about Daniel. You know, we all we hear about the story about Daniel's in the Daniel in the lion's den. Well, why right. was he thrown in the lion's den? He was thrown in the lion's den because King Darius was tricked to make this decree that no one could pray to any other gods or petition anybody but him for a set period of time. And if they did it, they would be thrown in the lion's den. But this thing about Daniel, Daniel was consistent in prayer. He was, that's who he was, his character, his, his belief, his morals. He was like, look, I get up and I pray to God. This is what I do. And I pray to God many times a day. Now this was his mandate. I open my window, you know, I pray to God. This is what I do. And so the people that was watching him knew this, the ones that were hating on him, that didn't like the fact that he had authority over them, that he was favored by the king. They was like, you know, we see what he do because he does it consistently. So then they tricked the king and then they go, well, let's see if he stays consistent. And the thing about Daniel, Daniel was so consistent with his thing. You know, he like, look, I'm a prayer. That's what I do. He was so consistent with it. He knew what the decree was. He knew what the punishment would be. And what did he do? He didn't switch it up. He didn't say, no, I'm going to take off. The man went back to his house, opened his window just like he'd been doing. He like, I'm going to still pray because this is who I am. This, this, I'm consistent in this thing because I have a goal. I have a goal here. I have a purpose here. This is the plan that God has for my life. So I use him for example that even in the face of fear, this man yeah. stayed consistent, like dang, you know. It's a lot of people I can think about. Noah, now Noah, that took some man, that took some dedication. First of all, he was building something that nobody had knew nothing about. They like an ark. What you talking about? Why you? Mm. What, what is the ark, Noah? That was the first thing they talking about. It's gonna rain, Noah. What's rain? You know what? you talking about, dude? They like man, Noah crazy. He lost his mind. You know, yeah. this man is crazy, but. He stayed true to what the plan was. He stayed true to what his call was. He like, look, I'm building this art. I know people thinking I'm crazy. Even probably his family thought he was crazy. They like, but look, he say God told him to do this. So, you know, he kept on doing it. And when we want to be consistent with something, especially when we know it's our call, you know, it's, it's our mandate. You can't allow for fear to stop you. You can't allow for what people say about you, how people talk about you. People call you crazy because it's like when you dedicated to some, it don't matter what other people are saying, because I'm dedicated to this. This is my thing. And, and that leads me into this. Sometimes we miss being consistent with something because we think just because, and this might, I hope this helps somebody because I had to realize this too. When we have a call and a mandate on our life, that's our call, our mandate. Some people are going to come in and out of our life that may help us along the path. Cause earlier you were talking about the path. We have to take the process. Some people may come in our life to help us in certain parts of, of that process, but they're not always meant to stay. Because what we fail to realize is that it's not their call. It's not right. their purpose. We have the right. mandate. And people get discouraged when it's like, oh, man, you was with me Monday and Tuesday, but Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you wasn't there. 
And then so they so we pull back and we stop being consistent. We want to give up. We stop grinding. And it's like, hold up. It wasn't their mandate. It was your mandate or it's our mandate. So we can't. Yep. Again, that goes to unrealistic expectation. We yep. expect for them people to grind as hard as we do. And this is why we even get frustrated at work because it's like, you know, every, ain't nobody working as hard as I am. Ain't nobody grinding as hard as I am. But is it your dream? Is this your dream that you're working on? Is this your business that you're trying to build? Is this right. your degree right. that you're going after? What, what is it that you're going after? What is the goal that is set? It's not about everybody else. It's about you. And it's about what God has poured in you to do. So you have to be dedicated to that. And then you have to build consistency um with that let's see what's i'm gonna look at some comments okay look at some comments. somebody said uh let's see we see Shar says jesus it's not their call or man or mandate it's not their call or mandate okay exactly it's, it's not and I, and I think because i'll admit i just be transparent i have felt that way sometimes you know um there have been some times when i know I feel the push for something just like, you know, you know, I've been on, on this, on this kick system pandemic has started last year. The Lord had put down into me to pray. I, I felt that call. And I'm not going to go into all of it tonight, but I felt that call back to prayer, back to a place that I had even personally abandoned. Yes, I was still praying, but this, this new level of prayer made me go back to a place that I once loved and a, and a thing that I had kind of abandoned, but that was my mandate. So even when I would come on, I would do live prayers. When I would post prayers, what I had to understand is if don't nobody click on that prayer and say that they like it or they love it. Don't, if don't nobody share it, if don't nobody say amen, if don't nobody join the live, you know, I have to yeah. put my flesh aside and say, wait a minute, but this is my mandate. This is what God told me to do. Because look how long Noah preached that it's going to rain. You know, come to give your life to God. Look at how many years that he preached. Nobody got saved. Nobody nobody came, was on the boat but him, his family, and the animals. That was it. Yeah. So so I can't let that frustration say, well, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop doing this. I'm going to stop doing that. No, I have to do it in God's time and I have to be consistent with what God is telling me to do. So, and I, and I hope that encouraged someone. Go ahead. What, you, what you going to say? You know what? And um, no, I, I know it is. Just, everything you just said is, is true. It's just, it's facts. It it starts with knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's amazing how no matter what topic we talk about, it always comes back to the knowledge of self. It always comes back um, to certain words, patience, um, you know, um, um, consistency, um, um, virtue, you know, just understanding who you are and where you are. Because yeah. you can't see too far ahead. He won't allow that. You can look back, but you should only learn from that. You shouldn't dwell back there. You should learn from everything that you've experienced to get you to where you are now. You should take that experience and you should look forward. You should make goals. I know one of the things that I did not do much of my early life, you know, because of some of the decisions I made was make goals. Like I was, you know, when you're just living to survive or you're just living to make it that mentality, that's not a goal at all. That's a, that's, that's a, I hope tomorrow, 
you know, I'm able to do what I need to do. A right. goal is one where you actually sit down, have patience with yourself and write out exactly what you would like to accomplish and then go about the business of mapping out how to get that done. I said that without saying um, my personal process would be to pray and meditate on the plans I've been given. Because if I pray and meditate over what I've been given, not only will I be able to edit if need be, but I'll be able to input uh, what's imparted, what's, what's, what's downloaded in my spirit to make sure that it is actually what I'm supposed to do. Many mm-hmm. people get frustrated because they're doing something they're not supposed to be doing. I'm going to repeat that. Many <laughs> people are doing things they're not supposed to be do doing, and it brings frustration. So the first thing you need to know is who are you? Ask yourself that question. Who am I? And once you know who you are, answers are like doors. They will open to you. Okay. And the amazing thing about the spirit, the amazing thing about the spirit is when a door opens in front of you, a lot of our worries and a lot of our fears are about the doors that we think are still open behind us. Those close. Everything Mm -hmm that you're needed to do in a moment is provided. This is why uh, I don't like the phrase, bury your face into your work, because I believe you should always keep an eye on your goal and what God has for you. But I do like the understanding of what that really means. Look, you know, I'm gonna use this analogy. I think I used it before. When you look at movies like The Wizard of Oz, I'm just gonna use a a, a small Mm -hmm. portion of that. But Dorothy had to have faith. Dorothy had to have faith that when she clicked those heels, it was going to take her somewhere she couldn't see. Mm-hmm. And not only that, she had to walk on a road that was lit up, but it was only lit up as far as her eyes could see. But she mm-hmm. understood standing in place was going to either get her caught up or it was going to stop her from making it to her destination. In order to get where you need to be, Everything you need to get there is already in your hand and in front of you. You got to pay attention to the details. Stop mm. looking at what could happen in front of you. Stop looking at what did happen behind you. Understand that what happened behind you got you to where you are. Right. But where you're going, everything you need to have is in front of you and in, in place for you to utilize it. So if you pay attention to what you already have, you won't have time to focus on what could or what could not happen. All you worried about is today. Too many people live in yesterday or tomorrow and not today. You have to be present. God is not a God that wants you to understand what's going to happen tomorrow. He's not a God that wants you to dwell on what happened yesterday. He's a God that provides manner for now. Right. He provides your now. And that's why you need faith because you can't see tomorrow. So don't go to a psychic. Put your mind on what you already have now. That, that's, and that that's was my good. problem before, bro. Like trying to see what was going to happen tomorrow and next week. And I can go on and on about that. But like, yeah, that's what we get caught up at. We're trying to see stuff we have no business in. Right. And you know, some, I think that's a thing that, you know, a lot of men alike that we share because the thing is as men 
we always want to be we we call ourselves problem solvers. You know, you you present us with something, and our mind immediately begin to try to figure it out. You know, we, we want to try to solve it. You know, and yeah. then a lot of times because we want to try to solve it, we don't really deal with like you said the presence. We start thinking about okay down the road and then we're trying to map out down the road and then we become frustrated because yep. god hasn't, hasn't given us insight to down the road it's funny he give us encouragement to yeah. go down the road yeah. but he doesn't give us insight and the problem is we look for insight and we overlook the encouragement because god you haven't you haven't given me a glimpse of them you won't let me see the map here we go God, you won't let me take a peek at the map because you hold a map. So since you won't let me take a peek at the map, I'm missing the point that you already saying I'm going with you and mm. I'm going for you. And then we and get we, frustrated in that. And we and then and, and let's be honest, the whole point of the journey is about relationship and, and trust. Mm -hmm. It ain't about where he's taking you. It's because he loves you. Right. Let's 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 because a lot of times we I think what we do is we try to um, make it about the things we want. And God's going to give you the desires of your heart because the desires of he gives you the desires of your heart to show you how much he loves you. To show you how much um, he he cares. But it's not about where you're going. It's all about the relationship building process. So if you skip that, the purpose of your journey You've made it void. Mm. Now you're going to repeat cycles. Let's talk about right. it. Now right. you didn't pass. I know all about this, bro. You ain't pass. So now you got to do it again. Right. Yep. And, and every time you and you wonder, like, man, why does keep why does keep happening to me? I know everybody who listened to this have maybe even said this or hear somebody saying, man, why I keep going through this? Every time, you know, why why they keep treating me like this or why why I have to deal with this every time. It's because you never understood that it's all about him connecting with you, not about where you're going, not about what you want, not about what you're trying to um what you're trying to accomplish. It's about I want a relationship. I want you to love me more than you love that. Right. It's something Whatever you, your it's, that is. It's something that you said that made me think about myself when you said when people be like, you know, why do I keep dealing with this? One of my phrases I used to say is that, Lord, why I keep hitting this wall? You know, I used to say that like, man, Lord, why? And I would become frustrated, so aggravated. Lord, why do I keep hitting this wall? And it's like, you know, I'm hitting it. I can't get over it. I can't get around it. It seemed like, like you said, you go in a circle and you come back to that same wall. Because yes. you think you haven't passed it, and then you come right. back to that same wall, and it's like, okay, well, why do I keep coming back to the same wall? And you know, for me, I kept coming back to the same wall because I overlooked the writing that's on the wall. Mm. See, I just message that's on the wall. You won't read the message. All you all you're concerned about is getting past this wall. Yes. But are you what about the writing that's on the wall? Because you know, we like to use that as the term. The, I saw the writing on the wall. Now, sometimes right. we miss the writing that's on the wall, and then we lose we lose focus, and then now we're discouraged, we're frustrated, and now I can't be consistent. And something else that you said that I like when you talked about love and relationship, that, that word love alone means a lot because love helps with consistency too. Somebody say how. Because watch this, even with something that I'm doing for myself, I just want to take, for example, let's say weight loss. Now, we know the goal. I'm using this, for example, the goal is I'm going to go on this diet or I'm going to work out whatever the case is 
to lose weight. That that's what the goal is. But the problem is I need to be consistent in my eating habits. I need to be consistent in working out in order to reach my goal. Yes. But this is yes. the thing. When I don't see results, I get frustrated and then I lose my consistency because I have unrealistic expectations. But watch mm. this. If yeah. I love myself, then what I'm saying is, although this is my goal, the bigger picture is it's good for me to adjust my eating habits. The bigger yes. picture is because I love myself. It's good for me to work out, to do these things because it's better for me. And because I love myself, then my consistency is going to be because I love myself. I'm going to continue to fight for this, even though I'm frustrated because I don't see the results that I want right away. I'm going to be <clears throat> in this thing because of my love and that's the yeah. same thing and that trans that that happens with god too because of my love for him then i'm going to be consistent with the purpose he has for me i'm going to be consistent in the assignment that he has for me so even though i don't feel like getting up and doing this and it's part of my assignment i do it because of my relationship and my love for god and i understand the relationship and love that he has for me so that gives me strength when I don't want to go, then I'm like, no, I'm going to get up and go anyway. You know, right. Um, so, and and so, uh, something else that I want to bring out that fights, because we're talking about since we're really talking about what stops um, consistency or what, you know, the topic tonight, like I said, is what keeps people from being consistent. I want to say this too: being unstable. A lot of times we have people that and we've suffered from it too, being unstable in our mind, being unsure. When a person yeah. is unstable, have you noticed, have you ever, or maybe you've experienced this in your own life, when people jump around, you know, you can't have consistency when you're unstable. It's yeah. people that say, man, I want to grow in the Lord, you know, and all this stuff. But then they jumping from church to church. They running from this person, that person. They're looking for this seminar, this workshop all over the place. You know, I want to, I want to build my career, but you're jumping from job to job and the job and there's nothing wrong with changing jobs, but the jobs that you're jumping around to have nothing to do with your career that you say you want. Cause um, people don't protect their hearts. Right. Right. You know, and, so, I, and I will, and I will say this because it, it let's make the um, connection, the correlation and the mm -hmm. distinct um, 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 example, protecting your heart means you protect your ear holes so that stuff doesn't come out your mouth hole that you will have to live up to. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but the battle is for your mind. You have to remember that it's a thought before it's a word and it's a word before it's an action. So whatever you allow in, it fuels whatever's going to come out. It's the same as your vehicle. It's the same as your relationships. It's the same as your job. It's the same as as a father, as a mother, as a brother, as a as a sister, whatever you are in life, you have to feed yourself the results you want to see. If you're looking and listening, eyes, ears, listening and looking to everything consistently that you don't want to be, you're not giving yourself the ammunition naturally to produce what it is you want to see in your life. One of the things I had to cut off and I love this dearly. And I'm just going to be honest with you. Like I love Tupac. I love Tupac. And I used to listen to Tupac all the time, bro. Like, and I mean, all the Tupac I'm talking about the dear mamas, 
to I get around. I mean, right, I, right. I, I, I listen to all of it. But what I started to realize, it was showing up in my life. Mm, okay, that's good. A lot of the um, energy and spirit, and I'm not, this is not a knock on Tupac at all. Like, I still love Tupac. Right. But what I realized is that I I had to know me and had to love me enough to realize what was affecting me. And 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 when I took stock and I, I took inventory of the results in my past, I also had to look at what I fed myself. You know, mm. you just don't say, man, I made some bad choices. No, you have to say what led me to that and what 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 gave me what 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 was the thought that was planted that gave me the results that I received. And it mm. had to do with what I fed myself, the music, the food the people I hung around, yeah. the environments, the environments that I um, decided to um, decided to allow myself to be in. And then once I added all that up, you have my life. I have the life that I'm, that I was currently in. It's almost like, it's almost like falling into a, a hole in the ground and when you get in the hole in the ground, all of the dirt around you is all the dirt you did in life. And now you're in a position where it's so deep, you don't even know how to get out of it. Mm. So this is where grace and mercy comes in. Right. Because ain't nobody got enough climbing game to get out the dirt you dug yourself into. And the reason he allows us a lot of times to get deep into our own mess is so that we know that didn't nobody do it but him. Get you out of it. And you need to learn from that because the tragedy in life is not the mistakes you make. It's the consistency of the mistakes you make. Right. Because if you continue to make the same mistakes until your time is up, none of the things that he put in you will get accomplished. You'll have a miserable existence and you will regret it. Even if you make it to heaven, you will know you could have had a better life here. But you'll know that and you'll be like, well, I should have made better decisions. The first thing that you have to do is you have to be intentional on in what you feed yourself. If you're not reading the word, if you're not listening to the word, if you're not if you're not spiritual, if you're not becoming um, a meditator and allowing yourself, being patient and love yourself to say, I need to shut down everything. First thing when I wake up in the morning and listen to nothing, listen to nothing means I'm listening to the atmosphere. Listen to the atmosphere means I'm hearing God. And if I'm hearing God, that's the first thing I'm doing. The next thing I'm going to do, I'm going to be intentional about if I'm working out or what am I doing to prepare for my day. I'm going to speak what I want 24 hours to look like, and then I'm going to walk them out. That's the difference between having a bad day and understanding I can do all things through Christ who strengthens. I can do, believe in self. That's another thing. You can't believe in who if you don't you can't believe in you if you don't know who you are. True. And I think that for me, uh, just being transparent, at 43 years old, I spent about 40 years trying to figure out who I was. 
And because I was trying to figure out, not realizing I didn't have to figure out, I had to ask, mm. who am I? And so because I had too many advisors who weren't supposed to be my advisors, I'm talking about TV, music, the wrong environment, people, all these advisors around me giving me all this um, um, conflicting information about who I am and you know, one moment I feel great, the next moment I feel low, and, and then I go to another moment where I feel like, okay, well, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. Then I get into a position where my environment is now dictating what I have to do. Then I realize I don't have any control over me. And so now I have to reprogram me because it ain't God. God is not the one leading me this way. It's my own desires because I didn't know who I was. And so I used all these advisors to try to um, culminate Robert. And that's the wrong way, y'all. Don't do it. <laughs> and if you are doing it, let me be, let me, let me give you a little encouragement. God has grace and mercy that surpasses all understanding. If you ask him to help you just that simple and you're sincere and he knows your heart he'll step in but he won't force his way right right that, that's good that's good stuff you, you you're absolutely right you said you said some key things there um i like how the fact that what we overlook a lot of times is that it starts with us it's about us and what i love that what you brought out is that we have to ask ourselves a lot of times is um what are we feeding ourselves and when yep. say feed yourself, you know, what are we allowing through our gates, our eyes to see, our ears to hear? You know, what are we letting enter into our heart? You know, yep. and the thing is, you can't be consistent in a good way if you constantly surround yourself with inconsistent people. You know, and I'd say that again. You can't be consistent in a good way if you continue to surround yourself with inconsistent mm. people. You know, because I've heard the saying they say, you know. Um, show me your closest friends, show me your circle, yep. and then you know, I'll show you your life, you know. And and, and that's not uh, that's not necessarily a knock. I'm not saying you know, start dropping people, you know, like a bad habit right now, but a lot of times we have to take a look at, like you said, who are those that we're gleaning from? Who are those that are feeding us? You know, yep. like you said. I love the fact that you said sometimes we have too many advisors and we have the wrong advisors. And yeah. I love the fact that you say it, advisors that come through music, it come through TV, it come through people sometimes just having a casual conversation with someone. And especially if it's someone that you kind of hold what they say, you hold it as value, is valuable mm -hmm. to you. Or mm -hmm. if you allow for that person to have dictate things in your life, have some type of control over your life like their opinion matters so strongly to you that it can make you stop doing something or it can make you start doing something that's not meant for you to do so we have to examine ourselves and say well what's around me what am i hearing what am i seeing i always tell people one of the prayers that i always pray is i ask god to tell me the difference between the three voices and somebody say what are the three voices the three voices is the voice of god the voice of the devil and then my voice because I need I, I, to be honest, sometimes, watch this, I can say it with me. Sometimes when I thought it was God's voice, it wasn't. It was my voice. Yeah. It was my desire, my thoughts. You know, sometimes when I thought it was the devil voice, 
It wasn't. It was my voice. And then vi and vice versa. So we have to ask God, God, show me the difference. Let me hear your voice distinctly and clearly. And then let me hear your voice overall. I want you to completely shut out the voice of the enemy. I know he's going to come and lie. And, you know, he's came to lie, steal, to steal, kill and destroy. And I know he's going to lie. I know he's uh, accuser, all these things. But if I hear your voice more, if I hear your voice clearly, first of all, if I understand your voice, Mm -hmm. Then that's gonna help me shut out his voice, and that's gonna help me to shut out my voice. And some that seemed good, I'm gonna be like, wait a minute, no, that was on my mind, that was in my right, heart, that right. was my desire. Because you know, we could, we could, let's be honest, we ain't gonna go too deep in it because the people ain't ready. But you know, <laughs> over the years, we have desired some things that we've talked a good conversation to ourselves. Yeah, we've we have to do some crazy stuff, you know. Oh, I've done it, I've done it. <laughs> Hey, you know, I mean, let's be real. I, I've done some crazy things and then and then. But this is how I know who I am. And, and I'm going to say this and it might sound conflicting, but just, um, just it is. This is how I this is how I know who I am. I can do something crazy, but not. No, but but then go back and feel um, guilt. Mm. I know that's not me. Right. You know right. what I mean? It's not like I do something crazy. And they be like, oh, man, that was fun. I don't even have that. You know what I mean? God don't allow me to be like, that was, man, I enjoyed that. I, I'm not one of them people that can say, man, I was sitting for 20 years or whatever I was doing for 20 years and I enjoyed it. To be honest, I'm not that dude. Like, right. and that's the crazy part about me is that even though I'm not, I'm not that dude, I would go and do it again. So, <laughs> like, maybe this time it'd be cool. <laughs> Right, right. See, that, that's because that's the conversation we tell ourselves. The lies yeah. like, man, you know, oh, this is going to be the last time. You know how many times you say, look, look this is going to be the last time for real. No, I'm for real, for real this time, you know. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, you know, that, and that's a part of insanity because we, we would do something. Um, we will repeat doing something and expect to get a different result from it. Every time. You know, and it's funny, we talk about, even though the subject is, you know, talking about consistency and people struggle with consistency, it's funny that we all are consistent in something, good or bad, because some people yeah. are consistent with being inconsistent. You know, I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but are, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, just, just like, man, what, what you at today? Like, over time, man, I, I can name some people. I'm not going to say names, but, you know, I know some people that it seemed like every week they was changing their phone numbers. Or, you know, some people that moved, like, every few months they moved. I feel like you know who you're talking about. I feel like I, feel like I know who you're talking about, man. <laughs> like, you know, you be like, you be like, where you, where you living now? Like, right, what, right. What you doing? He, he talking oh, about me, he, no, no, I know. But you know, because look, that's my guilt. I'm like, yeah, I did that. You know what I'm saying? I changed my number a couple times, you know. Um, and, and I want you know what's true though oh. that um, I can I can truly like I know I, I don't uh, my my job is not to um, hide my journey. Um, mm. My job is to expose it because. Right. If it wasn't for grace and mercy, my journey that I in, that I thought my journey was initially would have took me out of here and I wouldn't be able to talk to anybody right now. Right. So right. what I would like to say is, since one of the things that you brought up, which I thought was key, uh, you, you were mentioning again about how the advisors we have, right? The advisors, 
So you have to be intentional. And if that means you got somebody in your life and I don't care how close they are, you have to find a way to limit um, the influence that they have on you. Oh, yeah. You got to. And it, and that means you got to be intentional about who actually has influence on you. So I will give the example of something that I recently, um, recently took the time and had patience with to say, God, who should I be talking to? Who shouldn't I be talking to? And if you tell me not to talk to someone, I'm going to do my best not to. Right. And by doing that, you'll you're going to be surprised that people will come out of nowhere that want to help you, that want to speak life to you in different areas, though. So mm-hmm. um, I think one of the things that we do is we try to put too much responsibility on people in our lives and we drain them. We try to put like it'd be crazy for me to think my wife's supposed to be my counselor, uh, my business associate, my lover. Uh, my um, my 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 psychiatrist, you know, like right. uh, she can't do all that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I need God to give me the people that are the right people that I can go to for the right things. That's why mm-hmm. where two or more are gathered, He's in the midst. Right. The Not reason the that that's even there is to show you that we need each other. The reason that the African proverb says that it takes a village to raise a child is because we cannot do this on our own. God is all about relationships. Right. If you don't understand that you need relationships, you'll never make it to a space in your life where you will be enriched because without relationships, you will not relate to anything. Mm-hmm. I, I like you'll the- be. Yeah, go ahead. No, go finish that statement because I'm going to jump in on something you said there. Yep. So it's like if you if you're not being relatable in the in the path that you're walking, it's because you don't have the right relationships. See, whatever you're needing in that walk, it's going to come through the path, and it, the path will be added to by the people in your life. Which is why you have to be careful who's in your life, who's speaking to you on a regular basis, what you're listening to, all the way down to what you're reading. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just about reading the Bible, but if you're not feeding yourself life, if you're not feeding yourself the right direction, you know, then your direction will be a direct result of a lack of relations or relationships and a lack of focus on purpose. And that all really comes down to what are you surrounding yourself with? Mm-hmm. What are you being influenced by daily, not tomorrow, because you know, God provides manner for tomorrow when tomorrow comes. I keep saying manner, but he gives you what you need for tomorrow right. on tomorrow. He ain't going to give you that today because tomorrow has its own problems. That's biblical. But everything that you everything that you need is here right now. So your focus and your um, your your uh, it behooves you. It really does behoove you to put your emphasis and focus on what he's giving you now it's so it's so important that i think it goes over our head it go i think i really think it goes over our head because we we we, we're not a now people we're not we're not i should say a society of now it's always about what can i do what can i do no what do you have right i can't emphasize that enough well i want to a couple of things 
um, that you talked about uh, when you talk about manna. Um, that's always referring to children of Israel. You know, when God led them through the through the wilderness, and were providing yeah. manna for them daily. But let's yeah. let's that's Old Testament. But if you jump to the New Testament, think about the Lord's prayer. In the Lord's right. prayer, it says, "Give us this day our, our daily, daily bread," which means that it was a way of saying, "I'm trusting you for my daily provision." I'm not yeah. like you said. I'm looking at back then, right. and I'm not trying to get so far ahead, putting the as they say, the cart before the horse. I'm yeah. trusting you right now. I'm trusting you for the daily bread. So yes, right now, in this moment, I'm trusting you for this moment. I believe you for the for the next and for what I can't see, what where I haven't gotten. But I'm trusting you now for the daily thing. Something else that you said that I want to go back to when you talked about how the African proverbs that says it takes a village. To um to raise a child, and when you talked about how you brought out about about your wife, you can't expect for all these things for it to be all these things, and that's right. very true. We probably we're gonna have to do some about that too. Um, a show about talking about that. Sometimes what happens, what what fights our consistency is when when we have this mindset or we have too many projects at one time. See, mm. and what you said, it talks about unrealistic expectations. Sometimes yep. we have too many projects going at one time. The reason why we can't be consistent, because just like in the instance of you saying it'll be foolish for you to expect your wife to be all these things to you at the same time. Sometimes even when I in ourselves, we try to be all these things at the yeah. same time. And yep. then, you know, you try to, well, I'm, I'm going to be this and I'm going to be that and I'm going to start all these projects. Perfect one thing first. And, and I admit, even with myself um, coming up, you know, like even in church, you know, I used to be do some of everything. People are like, oh, you know how to do that? And you do that? And I felt I used like to see LeVar go from the drums to the sound to the pulpit, counting money. Now, I ain't see you counting money. But, <laughs> but I did do that. I won't find that community a couple times too yet. I no, mean, singing in the choir, playing the drums. LeVar, you had about eight hats. And you was right, young. Eight, you, had, right, you was eight, about 16. Uh, and you had more uh, hats than the pastor. <laughs> now come on now. Uh, you played the drums, you did the sound, you sung in the choir, you uh you ran errands, you had keys. Come on, Levar. Yeah, it, it, it was it was a lot of things. You you uh, it, it's funny that we, we can laugh at it now, but when you look when you look back at it, it it did. I wore a lot of hats and but you handled it, and I'm just saying, I'm not saying right. that was the best thing for, right. for, for you. But what I'm saying is like what I'm really saying is that you you know God was watching all that. And, right, right. And and it was a process for you. And I, I know that's part of why you are who you are now, because you were firmly planted, man, in work and doing the work of the Lord. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and that's why I say it all the time when I get a chance to say it, is that I don't know anybody else like you who uh, you're unique as a pastor, as a as a person. Your perspective, your tone of voice, um, um, your integrity—it's uh, it, it's it's refreshing, but it's it's needed. And this is why God, I believe, can use you on another level and keep taking you to other levels because you're being consistent in those areas right there. And then other ones that I I didn't even name, I'm sure, but. He he can trust you. That's another thing. He can trust you with certain. He can't certain things we can be trusted with. Um, and 
and certain things we can't be trusted. It's certain things we can be and certain things we can't. But when he can trust you with something, you can be elevated in it. Right, right. And that's why yeah. that's why you, when you said about your prayer, you were you've been consistent with that prayer and, and the world sees that. That's not you and just God. You've shared that with the world on, you know, on social media and it's 300 some days not because you just say, you know, I think I'm going to do it today. You weren't intentionally doing it daily. And you have fed yourself enough and continue to feed yourself consistently so that what comes out of you is consistency. Let's be Thank real. You. Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate that and love you for that. It's funny that, that, that you went there um, about that something because I had this conversation with my wife, too, is that in being consistent, when you surrender and when you give in and turn it over to God, I'm not going to lie. I had no idea. It was never my thought process of that, you know, the prayers would go that long. You know, some people reached out to me was like, because actually we like, um, I think 410 today would make 411. Um, and, you know, it's, it's time God has let oh, me go a different direction now. God is letting me go a different direction. So I hope people don't get upset. Like he's not numbering anymore. He's not doing that. You know, you have to be, you know, you have to work in season when God tells you to move and to stop all those things. But, and I don't say that to brag because it's none of me. It's all God that gave us the ability to go that long. But what right. I want to bring out in that is that that wasn't my thought process. My thought process was, man, when the pandemic hit, I'm like, Lord, we need to hear from you. We we need to be on our face before you, you know, because we we need to know, Lord, come say something to me, like but you know. We're talking about, bro. We're talking about your intentions, right? So you see, you see God will allow other people to speak on your consistency um, statistics, mm. but He's judging you by your intentions, your intentions, heart. Right. You did it with you had in mind what He gave you to do it to hear from Him. Mm -hmm. And the result of that out of statistics. Right. The, the they are important though, but not right. for yeah. you to say. And I, I'm saying this for I know I know you know this. I know you know this, bro. I'm saying this for other people. Like the reason I'm saying it is because he don't have to say it. Because it's gonna show through his works. The stuff that the reason he's doing it is not for the numbers, but I'm saying the numbers to show you that he don't have to say the numbers to show you his consistency, but the numbers speak for themselves. Right. And and, and the thing was too trying to encourage other people to talk to God, to say something to God, because it was a blessing to me that when someone reached out and said, Look, you know, I struggle in this area with prayer, and seeing the prayers come up helped me you know, talk to God every day. And what the blessing part about it, when God start building consistency with it, watch this. And I hope this encouraged somebody is that even the days when I didn't want to, when I was like, I'm tired, I'm busy. I have a, cause I already, I have my private prayers already. So even right. if I don't post anything, I'm still praying. And then we have the live prayers on Wednesday. So even if nothing is posted, I'm still praying. So there were some times there have been matter of fact, many times where I'm like, I'm tired today. It didn't get late. I'm like, man, I just, I just want to go to sleep or whatever the case, but it was something, you know, we say something, but we know it's God inside something to just stir up something like I can't go to sleep till I get this out though, because it's on me so heavily that I got to get it out. And, and every yeah. time I would like, well, you know, Oh, it's just going to be short and sweet to the point on up out of here 
you know, you start talking and then the Lord start talking to you or you start talking. Then your heart begins to pour out. It seemed like the more you try to let it go. And this is how God builds consistency. The more you try to let it go, the more you're driven to do it. The more you have passion to do it. It's an, it, it calls you all the time and you're not you're not you don't feel that release until you've completed the assignment until you completed the task. So you know what you're going to say? No, I was gonna say I, I totally agree with you. I was looking at one of the comments, uh uh Dr. Nation uh Mosey said uh I I I you know she said what don't you do? Don't say that to me again. <laughs> Cause I on a side note, I said that to her uh it's funny, but I the reason I say that, bro, is because um there was a time that I was trying to do so many things and i was a uh, um i was busy at many things but a master of none right yeah and um pray, but a and, master and, and you know what what happened too is when you and, and i'm not talking about dr nation Moses. she's wonderful she's awesome she's got a book by the way and um a, 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 a classmate in high school of mine who uh, inspires okay. all of her fellow classmates by the way they shine shout out for real but all right all um, right but um, um, truthfully speaking, it's her book, by the way, one of her books. She's a multi uh, multi book author. Uh, but let me say this: one day, then you know, yeah, we gonna have to, man. Book, she's fun. Book, she's book. yeah, she's awesome, man. You know. Um, but what I was getting at was that what happened with me, and I'm talking about me right now, y'all, is that when, by trying to do too much, I started to make mistakes. Yeah. Not yeah. Not because. I mean, avoidable mistakes. Right. Right. Not not the kind of mistakes like, oh, you know, I didn't know how to do that and I messed something up. It was, oh, I just couldn't do it because I had something else going on or I had too much trying to do too much. And I spread myself thin. And mm -hmm. one of the reasons why God says be still and know mm -hmm. that I am God is because. The mountain will move. By your faith, not by your physical push. Right. If you want to move a mountain in your life, be still. Quit trying. Believe that the mountain ain't there. Let God do the impossible. Be a worker. Be a faith mover, not a physical mover. Don't be a slave trying to do something that you were never created to be. Learn from people who's willing to be honest like myself and say, it never works. It only gets you in trouble. Because a lot of Real times we, we all make that mistake when we try to do something that we're not assigned to do. It's, it's, like, going, it's like going to a restaurant and the person that's good at being doing valet service day in the kitchen. But you got the chef out there parking cars. It's gonna be all messed up, you know. And and it's funny you brought out some of the things that I that I was gonna say about the um, whole thing, jack of all trades, but a master of none. Even with myself, that a lot of those things that um, we were doing to um, you know even the church had all these different jobs, and it was fine starting out because there was there was a proving ground in there. There was training in that I was being poured into, being mentored. Yeah. But it got to a point where, like you said, and I and with me being a perfectionist, what happened is when I took on too many projects at one time, 
then I begin to lose my spirit of perfection for certain things. Now you just, I'm just doing things just so to get done. But yep. where's the perfection to it? Well, because I don't have time to perfect it. So now, because I got all these other things to do. So now I'm not being consistent in what I once was consistent in. And then yep. I begin to lose my love in that thing. And then, like you said, something, if you, you're trying to you spread yourself too thin, you're going to drop the ball somewhere. You have all these balls up in the air. Just, just imagine you, you juggling and you constantly add no more and more balls where you only have two hands. At yep. some point, even the best juggler, if you add too many things, and especially if you begin to add things that have a lot of weight to them, yep. and some things are heavier than the next thing, it's going to throw off that ability to juggle, and you're going to yeah. drop something. And that's what happens. A lot of times, people put we put too much on ourselves. We have too many projects at one time, and we can't focus on one thing, so then we lose our consistency. Then we're not reaching our goals. You know, that's when people say, man, I don't feel like grinding anymore. I don't feel like doing this. So that's one of the things that that um, I wrote down. And I see when we take a look at things right here, I see we, we, man, we already went past our time. We have gone past our time. It's good. Um, we could go on for, for a few more if, if you good. Yeah. Because um, I want to I get to, you know, we always want to get to the part of telling people some practical things that they can do to help them in this in this area. Um, so I want to get to, I want to get to that. I want to break down some practical things. First of all, we have to understand if you want to be consistent in a good way, because we brought out that a lot of us are consistent with something. Some people are consistently inconsistent, but if you right. say, I want to be consistent in a good way, I want to be able to accomplish goals. I want to be able to stay the course with something. Um, first of all, you have to understand is that it's a mindset. It's a mindset. It has to become a habit consistency has to become a habit. The more you do something, then it becomes a habit. And then that habit becomes a your character. It becomes, you know, it's your mindset. Like when we brought out with Daniel, when we brought out about um, Noah, it has to become a habit. Um, it has to be done intentional, which you use that word many times already, that it has to be intentional. Something else that helps us when we are consistent, we have to recognize milestones. You say, well, what does it mean to recognize milestones? A lot of times you have to encourage yourself. A lot of times we look for people on the outside to encourage us. We give too much power to other people. We want everybody to encourage us, to pat us on the back, to say, hey, you're going doing a good job. Those things are great, but that's not everything. And we right. shouldn't depend and rely on those things. So when I say recognize milestones, what have if you're working on something, you say this is your goal. And you see that you've been consistent to a certain point. Then you got to recognize that milestone in that. I'll go back to the whole thing of working out. You say, well, I feel like I'm not getting any results. I've worked out consistently for four weeks. Now I I'm frustrated. I want to give up. Forget it. I lost my drive to do this. Well, can you celebrate and recognize the milestone of you've done this thing for four weeks? Yeah. And if you've done, if you've done it for four weeks, you can do it for another week. And once you right. get that, you can do it a week after that. And then once you get that week, you can do it a week after that. When we overlook our milestones, our accomplishments, then it discourages us. You have to encourage yourself. <clears throat> what have you already done? Recognize milestones and celebrate them to stay motivated. That's the key. Recognize them and celebrate them to stay motivated, to tell yourself, 
man, I've made it this far. I can keep going. I've, I've accomplished this. I can keep going. You know, stay yeah. motivated. It's about your commitment, which we brought out early. It's about your commitment. It's not about others. It's about your commitment. It's your assignment. What I want to help people with, they say, well, how can, how can I encourage myself? I tell people this too is, and I think you said this at the top of the hour when you talked about goal, is your goal clear? Yeah. You know, is, is the goal clear? What is the goal? What are you trying to achieve? And is it a realistic goal? You know, because like I can't just wake up one morning and be like, okay, I plan to be a millionaire in two days, but I haven't laid right. no foundation. You know, mm -hmm. I have to leave the you say, well, what have you done? Oh, I just got up and I pray. I pray and I just ask God, you know, and I have faith and he going to drop it in my lap, you know, two days from now. Yes. Now he has the ability to do it and he can do it. But it's an unrealistic expectation to say that's your goal when you haven't you haven't put your part to it. You haven't said, I want to come to work. I want to do something. I'm willing to grind. I'm willing to do these things because a lot of people that we see that were blessed in the Bible. When we look at Noah, when we look at Daniel, when we look at the Hebrew boys, when we look at Moses, look at all these people that we talk about now, Paul, all these people, there was a part, they still had work to do. There was something yeah. that they did. They showed up to work. And so we can't sit and have expectation to say, look, this is going to happen for me, but I don't want to do no work. You know, I, I don't want to I don't want to have to have any hardship. I just want it to be easy breezy. I want to do it for about a, a good two weeks and it, and it happened. Or I want to do it for about a good two days and it happened. That's unrealistic. Nothing works that way. You know, right. God is not a genie in a bottle, you mm. know, and, he, and he's not a microwavable God that. Oh, what, what about five minutes to say on these instructions? And my blessing will be ready, you know. Right. <laughs> we 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 do that, and I want. And one thing I want to say too, that's something that my wife always says a lot of times is, and I think you brought this out earlier, and I see some people commenting on it is, we have to learn how to give ourselves some grace. You know, the thing yeah. is about consistency. If you fall off, okay, I fell off. I messed up. Let me get back up. You know. All right, I, I didn't do this. I, I stopped and I fell off for a couple of days or I fell off for a week. I fell off for a month. Get back up. Get back on the horse, as they say. Start yeah. back grinding. I know you're discouraged now, but you know, begin to encourage yourself and begin to say, I want this. This is going to happen. God has given me this assignment. I can accomplish this thing. I have enough in my hand. This is, you know, this is my thing. I have enough in my hand already to take the first step. Yes. Because consistency, how you become consistent is it's all about taking that first step mm -hmm. and seeing that's where people struggle with. If you don't make that first step, you will never be consistent because it's, okay. it's after the first step you take that then God gives you the ability for the next step and then the next step after that. But see, we looking at almost like a baby out the womb. I, I, I don't want to go step by step. I just want to come out and I want to run. <laughs> you know, you know what, too? What's, that's good, man. Cause, and I think well, this will be the this will uh, this will be my last point on it on that uh, that I'll bring up, and I won't be long winded. I try not to be. Um, no, <laughs> but you know what, bro? Um, I want to speak to if there's any young people out here that may be in the streets or um, um, 
I'm not speaking from the point of view of relating to the actions of the streets. I'm speaking to the point of view of relating to the process of what it takes to do anything, whether uh -huh. that be in the street, the pulpit, work, a relationship, no matter where you are, it's a process. Life yep. is all about processes. No matter where you are, you can't, you can't get around it. Let's speak to you though. The reason I want to speak to you is because the same initiative, focus, drive, and the goals that you make, to become a drug dealer, to become um, a gangbanger, to become um, a street rapper, to become whatever it is you want to become in that walk that you're trying to endeavor, in that space that you're trying to become the boss of, you get deeper into it the more you focus on the work, right? If, you, if you're selling drugs, that process of breaking down that work is a process that you have to focus on to make sure that you get in the right amount to sell the right amount of, to make the right amount of money that you're trying to bring in. So what happens is you get focused on it so much that no matter what it takes for you to get your product off, you either going to die for it or kill for it. Right. Cause you that deep into it. Well, let's talk about the flip side of that. When you start going into the natural goal that God gave you, he gave you um, a gift. That gift is, uh, the desire to do something great in your life. And if you're not doing that, then you're going to end up doing something other than that. So let's speak about doing it. So if you're actually doing what he gave you a gift to do, now you're going to focus on it. And that means you're going to start breaking down that word. Cause when you get into your daily day walk and you start seeing the things that you need in that walk that you're insufficient for, that's the whole purpose of the walk. So God can show you, you, a lot of times people want to um, they want to do things without knowing who they are, but where they are right now is enough for them to start walking so that they can figure out who they are. So if you want to know who you are, you start walking in that direction that you have right now, that thing that you keep not giving your all to, that thing that you have asked. Let's talk about it. Your job, whatever it is that you don't give your 100%, your relationship, your marriage that you're giving 50%, your, you know, your, whatever you're doing that you're giving a half effort. The only reason it's not going to produce is because you don't know who you are in it. So what, what you're going to realize is it's like a vehicle. When that car is on the road and you're trying to go, if you're trying to take your car out of town and go on a road trip, along the way, you have to refuel. If you're going a long distance, you have to refuel. And what your life journey will do is show you different points and pit stops where refueling is needed. But the thing is, it's daily. He will refuel you daily. He will give you manner daily. He will give you provisions daily. The only reason you can't see his hand on the situation is because you're not focused in a situation. You don't even know what you need because you don't know who you are because you're not focused. And so it's that simple from changing your focus from whether if you're in the street or to changing it to your calling in life. It's a matter of a decision. It's not about what your friends will say. It's not about uh, what people will think because people have opinions and will speak them daily, all day, every day. Social media is number one in the world for confusion because everybody's paying attention to it. So, and I know because every time I look at it, I get a little confused. That's why sometimes I take a break. I'll be like, really, they saying this? And so, and if you really want to get control of your life, you have to turn out and turn off those distractions. And then mm -hmm. speak to God. Speaking to God is not some, you know, um, 
them, thou, those, and they. It's speaking right. to him in the language that you know how to talk because he's your friend. He loves you. Like, it's real. I know he's real. And he wants you to talk to him so he can show you your errors. He wants to show you who you are so he can show you where you're going. Right. And it's simple. It's not complex. It's I love The Matrix, like the movie The Matrix, only because in a movie The Matrix, anybody who's ever seen it, it's a spoiler alert. Uh, uh, Neo, who's the main character uh, played by Keanu Reeves, he is the one in that movie. He is. He realizes that he don't need nobody because he mm. knows I can do. I can do. And once you realize that you can do stopping bullets in the movie is what he did, but stopping anything that you don't want coming into your life, it's not even a, a it's not even an issue. It's a matter of being where you are, knowing who you are, and doing what you're supposed to do. And you'll be consistently going toward where God's taking you. And guess what? If God got it for you, can't nobody do nothing about it. I don't care what it looked like. A lot of times we get discouraged because the mountain looks too big. We get discouraged because we got to go to court and we don't know what the judge going to say. We get discouraged because the wife says she, she don't want to be in a relationship or the husband say, I'm tired of this. It don't matter what it looked like. If you believe he can do it and he will do it just to prove who he is in your life. So that's all I got, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what you're saying in a nutshell, because we're wrapping up in a, in a nutshell, um, what I gather from a lot of, of what you're saying is that one of the keys to consistency is some some things that I'm grabbing from what you said tonight is one, first of all, having faith in God, trusting God, yeah, trusting him for the number one plan, um, seeking him in that plan, knowing who you are. Um also, something that you said is removing distractions, which which is which is key. Um, you know, you could correct me if I'm you know misquoting oh, any of these. You got all that, man. You good, bro? Because I know those, it was kind of you know around all over the place. Okay. But so, because these are the things that I that I want the listeners uh, that I want people to to grab a hold to when they say I'm struggling with being consistent. Yeah. So. What, because this is the part where I want to give people practical things. If you say I'm struggling with being consistent, I'm, I'm struggling with accomplishing my goals. Um, so some of the things that we said on tonight is sometimes we have to we have to self-examine and ask ourselves, what is really let's get to the root of why I'm having a problem being consistent. What is the root reason of why you're having a problem being consistent? Is it that you're discouraged? Is it because you're you have fear? Um, is it because you have too many projects going at one time. You may, some people, sometimes you need to clear your plate. You need to say, let me focus on one thing at a time. Um, because if I have all these different projects and, and, you know, and I'm good for that too. You know, if I have all these different projects, there is no way that I'm going to be effective there's no way that I'm going to be consistent. There's no way that my heart is going to constantly stay in this thing. And if my heart isn't in it, it's hard to be consistent in something that your heart isn't in. It's hard to be consistent with something that your mind is not in. So you have to have a made up mind that yep. yes, I'm going to do this. You have to say my heart is in it. You have to say that this isn't about anyone else. This is about me. I'm doing this for myself. I'm not doing this for accolades from someone else. I'm doing this for one. If God has called me to it, 
then this is between me and God. It is not about anybody else. So it's not about what other people say. And then we have to have patience with ourselves. I want somebody to understand is be patient with yourself. Sometimes we can beat ourselves up because we're not patient with ourselves. We don't give grace, as my wife would say. We don't give grace to ourselves, man. Sometimes we're so hard and so critical on ourselves. You know, the reason why we stop being consistent sometimes is because the first time it don't work out. The first time something don't go our way. Yeah. You know, yeah. the first time we we get discouraged, the first time, then we just give up and like, you know what? Uh, forget it. Ain't, well, ain't no need to try. What, what, yeah. Why should I try here? You know, even when you look at Moses, you know, did God have the power to just send Moses down there one time and say, look, God said, let his people go. And it happened. Matter of fact, God had the power that he didn't even have, he didn't even have to send Moses. But look how many times Moses he had sent Moses down there with a word. Look how many different plagues they went through. You know, there was a process. So I want somebody to understand. And the process wasn't for God. The process was for the people. So I want somebody to understand, too, that there is a process that you have to go through. Stop trying to leapfrog the process, expecting to get a microwavable blessing, expecting for your goal to happen tomorrow or to happen within a certain time frame. Be patient. Understand there's a process. Give yourself some grace. You know, let's see a comment because people chiming up a comment for tonight. From they go to wife for ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God ye might receive the promise Hebrews ten thirty six thank you very much to the missus very oh. true we yep. have to have patience and we have to understand is that what it's funny she let me make that practical you know what we suffer from a lot of times is we want the paycheck before the job is even done you know. Hello. Yeah. You know, we, we want yeah. I want to go for a job interview on Monday. I want to get that job on Monday. And the minute they say I have the job when I go in Tuesday, because they say I start on Tuesday. I want them to have my check for me as soon as I walk through the door. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. You haven't worked. You haven't proven yourself. You haven't you haven't done anything to merit this check yet. Now, God's grace a lot of times gives us checks before we do the work. Because yeah. that's God's grace. But a lot of times we don't have patience in a thing. So because to be consistent yeah. with something, you have to be patient. You you know, it takes patience to be like, I'm going to keep on doing this no matter what. I'm expecting the result. But although I may not see the result now, I know that there's going to be a result. So I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to keep on grinding. I'm going to keep on consistently walking. As Stacey said, to consistently walk. You literally take one step at a time. That's right. Yep. One step at a time. Stop trying to skip and make it happen. Stop trying to run and make yep. it happen. You have mm -hmm. to take one step at a time. Oh. So someone that's listening to this, be patient with yourself and understand that in order to get to a place of, of, of consistency, you have to do it one day. Then you have to do it the next day. Then you have to do it another day and say you fall off that day. Okay. So, so, so you fell off one day. You messed up one day. Get up, dust yourself off, and say, "I started over again." Because right. watch this: if I've been consistent three days, right, and I and I fall off for five days, what I need to do to encourage myself is I don't look at and concentrate on the five days that I fell off. Let me go look at the three days that I was consistent. So, yeah. if I was 
consistent for three days. One thing I know without a doubt that I can do it for three days consistently. So now what I got to work on is not to do it for five days. What I got to work on now is repeating it three days. And then I work on doing it four days. Let's go to the NBA, the playoffs. The first thing that they say is when they win a championship, okay, we won this championship. Yeah, we're going to focus on, you know, it's foolish when you, we've had some that be like, oh, they win their first one. And they be like, yeah, we're going to get three. We're going to get four. We're going to get five. We're going to get six. Hold on. Slow down. You got one. <laughs> you, know, you know, I won't call no names, but we had somebody that <laughs> Did that? Oh, not not one, not two. Not I'm laughing, three. man, because I'm laughing because I did something similar at work. Like <laughs> you know, we get ahead of ourselves. It's like be grateful and yeah. celebrate, celebrate that you got one. You got that one win, but not just concentrate on doing what it takes to get the next win. To get the next championship, you can't just go on and be like, yeah. And I know people saying, look, words of affirmation. I need to say these things. There's a difference between words of affirmation and speaking unrealistic expectation words, you know, being unrealistic. You know, just be be patient and be like, look, I'm going to focus on the fact that even if I just did it one day, I did good one day. OK, I could do good one day. Then let me try doing good two days. Right. Now, if I get those two days under my belt, let me go for three. So I want somebody to know that you say I struggle in this area. Pray to God. And like I said, I'm a believer of prayer, but also I'm a believer in strategic prayer. What are you praying for when you say, well, I prayed to God to help me help me be consistent. OK, also pray to God and say, God, show me why I'm not being consistent. Show me what it is that's stopping me from being um, being consistent. Is it fear? Right. Is it doubt? Is it a lack of faith? Is it unrealistic expectations? You know, is it that I have too many projects going? Is it that I'm correct? Um, is it that I'm surrounded by inconsistent people? Is yeah, it that, sure. you know, what, what is it? Lord, first of all, show me what it is that's stopping me. And then help me in that area. If you help me with that, then I can now see it possible for me to be consistent. So that, that's just some practical things that I hope that help someone that's, that will hear this, that will, that's struggling in that area, know that you can do it, that it is obtainable, but you have to take a real approach to it. It doesn't happen overnight. Yes. You know, and then I throw this in just, you know, as they would say, not even my notes. You know, some preachers say it's not even my notes. I throw this in, which I think we brought out in a show before, is that stop looking at other people consistency. And then judging yourself on that, that that's not the measuring stick of what right. you should right. be doing. The measuring stick of what we should be doing is the word of God is what God has told us, what works for us. I can't look at my neighbor and be like, well, you know what? They blah, 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 blah. So I need to be doing that. And now I'm discouraged because I'm not mimicking or, you know, I'm not mirroring what they're doing. What they're doing right. work for them, not necessarily for me. That's and good. so that's, that's my thing for, for tonight to give some practical things to help someone that's struggling in this area is, you know, just give yourself a little grace. Be patient. You know, and also understand that it's OK to take a break, too, you know, especially when you have been consistent with something, because burnout hurts a lot of people, too. 
and I've been there, get burnt out. It's okay. See, this is the thing. When you are consistent in an area, it's okay to rest when you need to rest because right. God will have us to be balanced. So learn to rest when you are supposed to rest and then you won't become inconsistent because there's consistency with that. I know when to work. I know when to rest. I know when to play. There's balance, you know, enjoying life. So now I'm not living a life that's just always about the grind. Like I ain't going to say a name, but you might know who said this. Like we had, you know, it was a, a star given there their opinion about success and they are very successful and I'm no, no way trying to necessarily come at what they were saying. Cause I understood a little bit what they were saying, but it was a little confusion in it. They were saying, they made the statement that, you know, they don't sleep. Like ain't no time for sleep. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm grinding. I'm doing these things. You know, if you want to be successful, you don't have time to sleep. Uh, I beg to differ. You know, you send yourself yeah. to the grave living like that. Yeah. There is a time to rest. Even God rested and he's God. You know, mm -hmm. even he took a time to say, look, I've, I've rest from my work. I've done all these wonderful things. I, I made the heavens and the earth. You know, I've, I've made land separate through water and I've put them in their different places. I made the sun to rule in the day and the moon to rule in the night. I've made man in my own image. I've made animals. I've made all these things. I've done all these things. Okay, and they're marvelous in my sight. They're wonderful. All right, I'm going to rest today. So so somebody that may feel like that, like, man, I, I, I'm just, I'm constantly at the bit every day, every day, every day. You might need to take a break. You might need to take a step back and, and, and look at it and say, okay, let me rest. Let, let me rejuvenate my body and my mind, mm -hmm. you know? Then go for it full steam ahead. So good stuff. So I hope, man, I hope that that encouraged someone. I hope someone um, that's listening to this, that will listen to this, know um, that it, it is obtainable, that you can do it. And if you're struggling in this area, know that you can pray to God about this, but be intentional with your prayer. Be strategic about it. Ask God for the help and watch this. After you ask God for help, be willing to do your part of the work. You know, I can't stress that enough. Yeah. When we ask God for help, we have to be willing to do our part of the work because yeah. prayer to God is a conversation. We talk and then we listen for instruction. So, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. You, you know, a lot of times we pray and then jump up. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, <laughs> I'm guilty of that. So many times, like, oh, I got to get to work, or I got to do this, I got to... Nah, you need to set aside as much as you can time, and, um, and, and, and you'll be rewarded with the relationship that you've been so desperately looking for. Not the, the external one, but the internal one. The one that, you know, that um, gives you peace surpassing all understanding, that um, gives you fulfillment within, that... Um, is greater than anything you can attain on earth. It's like having that internal peace is a place that no person can give you. No accolade can supply to you. And so just in closing on, on that, you know, be intentional about your surroundings at all times. Feed yourself what you want to produce. Mm, that's good right there. And you know what? And we're we going to leave it on that note. I like that. Uh, feed yourself what you want to produce. 
so wonderful, so great. We want to thank everyone that has tuned in for this, everyone that's listening, listening to this, see this. We thank you so much. We thank you for those that uh, sent comments, that chimed in, um, gave us feedback, um, that asked questions, that made statements. We thank you so much. We see, um, let's see, we're going to, yes, this has been phenomenal. Yeah, Dr. Mosley says this has been phenomenal. Thank you, brothers. Thank you so much. We both thank, thank you, you sir. For, for tuning in. We're so glad that it has helped, um, that it has been phenomenal. It's all about the Lord. And we just want you all to continue um, to stay tuned for more episodes of The Practical Preacher. Listen, if anyone, if you have other questions, comments, maybe you have a topic that you would love to. Um, to hear us present and talk about, you can email us, email us at TPP, the number two podcast at gmail.com. Once again, email us at TPP, the number two podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Would love if you want to be a guest on our show, contact us, email us, let us know. We will bring you on the show for one of our exciting topics, or it may even be a topic that you um, that you have on your mind, that you have on your heart. We can uh, bring that out. But also know here at The Practical Preacher, the main thing is that we believe that the Bible isn't just stories, but a practical guide for everyday living. The Bible is practical for everyday living. I want to thank you, my brother, my friend, Robert Lewis. I want to thank you once again. Thank you so much. Man, thank you, bro. It's been, been, been great, man. Oh, it's been so fun, glad. too, man. Thank yeah, you for hey. having me. Oh, no problem. So glad that you were here. And we're going to have to do this again. But once again, thank you, everyone that is listening to this, tuned in. Um, we hope that this has been a blessing to you. We hope that you tell other people about the Practical Preacher podcast and that you continue to tune in to us and support us. And no, once again, like we stated tonight, the thing that I want to leave everyone with is what my guest shared. He said, feed yourself. Say it again so everybody would get that in the inside of their mind. What did you say, Absolutely. Robert? So, uh, yeah, you feed yourself what you want to produce. That's Be right. intentional about feeding yourself what you want to produce. Feed yourself what you want to produce. That's good. So, listen, you all stay tuned. Continue to join us for more episodes of The Practical Preacher. We're going to have to sign off to you at this time. You all take care. Be blessed. Stay encouraged. Good night to you. Good night.